Hey there. I am so glad you're here. I am so glad you've taken this step to invest in yourself in this small way. Every little action you take to grow, to discover, to learn, to walk into new ways of doing things is so powerful. Step by step, it's about the journey. And I just want to congratulate you for being here, for taking this step, for learning about a new way to think, feel, and believe about your finances. These principles are in place for a reason. They've been in existence for millennia, some of them. And it's so important for you to know this because it's really about defining terms for ourselves. Um, There is a theme here interwoven. Today is principle number eight. Money is not evil. The love of money is. Money is a tool. It is a measurement of value. Okay, so what does this mean? Well, part of this has to do with our spiritual journeys. If you've grown up in the Western world or in a Christian-based society, you may have been taught incorrectly that money is evil. I certainly thought that. I believed that. And as a Christian, I I really misunderstood what the what what the truth really is. Okay, so the theme here when we talk about money is not evil, but what the scripture says, the love of money is. Now, you may not be Christian and I respect that, but many religions have this idea, have surrounded this, um, have implanted, I should say, this idea, this perspective that money itself is evil. But here's the thing. We don't want to be in greed. We don't want to be, um, the word I think that comes to mind is coveting, where you're just like, you know, longing for something in a way that, um, really is not the way we create our reality. It's not the way we manifest our reality. And it's important for you to know that the theme here for what we've started with on these principles of wealth is that your relationship with money is a reflection of your relationship with yourself. Money magnifies who you are. Put your money to work for you rather than going to work for money. It's extremely rare to earn your way to wealth. Believe the wealthy view wealth not as currency, but as assets. And wealth is created because we are creators rather than obtained. Okay, so tying this in, um, talking about the love of money can be driving you to ruin. Why? Because it's putting money, again, back in the driver's seat. You are meant to be the master of money. Now, I am going to just pause here for a minute. If you're not a Christian believer, just uh, appreciate your patience with this. But I want those of you who come from that background or have been surrounded uh, with that thought um, in Western societies in particular, that there are 2,350 scriptures 
uh, speaking about money. And, you know, there's like 500 on, I don't know, prayer and faith. And there are more scriptures on money than there are on love even. Um, It is very prevalent in the book. But what happens is we get one and we hear it often enough over and over and we start to buy into this idea. It gets wired in. And if you don't know this, over 90% of our limiting beliefs are wired in uh, by the age of eight. So between those first seven years, really critical where little sponges were absorbing. And I want you to know this because if this is something that you have thought or believed, it is not your fault. You were surrounded with this information. It gets incorporated because our thoughts and our emotions circulate to form our beliefs And then it's in our subconscious and we're operating by it without even realizing it. So I really want you to pay attention um, throughout this next month or two, just really pay attention to how you think about money. Is money an enemy or is it a friend? You consider it a good thing, positive thing, or a negative thing. And it's really important to pay attention to these things when we're changing our thoughts, emotions, and beliefs around our finances and not just accepting the status quo, not accepting what everybody else tells us, not accepting everybody else's plan for our life. It's so important for you to know that there is a plan that is meant to be your plan. And money is a tool. It is a measurement of value. What kind of value are you putting into the marketplace? It's a measurement of that. And it's a beautiful thing when you start to take control of your finances, of the resources that you have been gifted with, and see it through a positive light rather than through a lens of scarcity, a lens of lack. And, you know, these are common ways that we put money in control. And I know I'm going a little bit longer today, but this is so, so critical that you understand this. Like, have you ever caught yourself saying, oh, I love to travel, but oh, I, I can't right now. I can't afford it. Or I'd love to go see that show. Ah, I can't. It's not possible right now. There's just not enough in the account. Have you caught yourself saying those things and living from this place of lack? I'm going to borrow the words. I can't afford it from your vocabulary if I have anything to do with it. Uh, Really consider how you view money. Do you view it as evil? Do you see it as in control and something that you are constantly having to go after? We're going to continue to talk about this because this is a big topic and a big theme. And I really want you to be able to live in the abundance that you absolutely deserve. You matter. You're important. You're meant to have a full and flourishing life, a life of fulfillment, joy, satisfaction, and peace. And 
I'm all about that. I'm all about sharing with you the tools and the way to get there. And first and foremost is through these powerful principles. Okay. See you tomorrow. Have a great night. Ciao.